welcome, 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 good people, to a bonus episode of Debates Never Die. Uh, I'm here joined by my colleagues, uh, Kanye and Toby. We're here to talk about probably uh, an underrated story of what's shaping up to be a fantastic 22-23 uh, season. And that is a question that I have for, for everyone, which we'll get into. But what the hell is going on in the bottom half of the Premier League? There's teams that uh, shouldn't be there. There's teams that have been grossly underperforming for, for so long. Um, I have to admit, this is the most amount of research I've done for the Base Never Die episode. I had to generally double-check who is the manager of the bottom eight clubs because there's been so many changes, so many ups and downs. Um, so we're just here to kind of dissect that and, and dig into that. Before we get into that, how are you, gentlemen? Toby, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed, bro. LLM, I know we digested a lot yesterday. Uh, how are you feeling today, sir? Um... I'm I'm a little bit surprised at how this evening has turned out, but besides that, I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm, I'm eager for this conversation. Yeah, so let, let's get right into it. We've obviously spent um, a previous episode this week talking about what's happening at the top of the table. Let's switch it to the bottom. Uh, basically, 10 points separating the bottom and 12th place. Southampton look dead and buried in 20th place. But from there, from, from 19th to 12th, you could argue that anyone of Leicester, Forest, Everton, Leeds, Bournemouth, West Ham, Wolves, and Palace could go down. Yeah. Um, special mention to Chelsea, who have found themselves in the bottom half of the table <laughs> with eight games to go. I think massive, res- massive respect to all involved for even getting into such a ridiculous position. But unfortunately, being on 39 points, they are one point away from the magic 40-point mark. So I don't think we can include them in this conversation. But we'll start with... Just, just maybe a basic question, Toby. Who do you think at this stage, in terms of percentages, um, pick three teams who you think highest percentage chance of going down? Okay, highest Nottingham Forest for me. Jeez. Second, obviously Southampton, and third that will be going down Bournemouth. Forest, okay. Bournemouth, and Southampton. Yeah. Um. Let's 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 dig into the why forest. What what about them gives you the vibe that they just they're not up for it? I've always been anti Steve Cooper. You've known that from the very start. I've said the amount of players they brought in this season, I didn't see how it could work. I think it was a similar situation to what happened at Chelsea. And with someone like Steve Cooper, I don't even know if he has the managerial capabilities to deal with that. And like even the way they play, I think it's just Brennan Johnson and Hope. I think if you've watched them recently, I would, I'm sure you've seen how they're very much dependent on him. It's like him on the break, Gibbs White knocking some ball and him running over and getting, and it's not going to help you get those three points. But what I feel like the rest of the teams above them, like Everton, I think Leicester City with, what's his name that's come in again? Something? Um, Dean Smith. Smith. Dean Smith, yes. The most default name out there. Sorry. <laughs> I think we actually do enough to keep them up. So I think for me, Nottingham Forest, they're the weakest links, man. They are just, there's just too much going on in that club at the moment. They really, even recently, I think today, they sacked their sporting director. So it's looking deep for them, man, bro. I won't lie. The biggest shock is your agenda against Steve Cooper. I think he's one, he's one of the most regular Oaks I've ever heard of uh, in Premier League history. I, the last person I imagined there'd be an agenda against, but valid point. Um, and I don't think, yeah, I don't think you're far off the mark there. I will be surprised if Forrest pull off an escape. I just don't, yeah, that business model of bringing in more players. I think they've brought in as many players as they have points right now, points. which is never, 
which is never a good sign for survival. Uh, LLM, give me some percentages. Who who do you think is facing the drop? I think the current bottom three. I think that's how it goes down. Whoa! I think, I, I think the bottom three as it is, is is how this all pans out. I don't think Leicester have made the right decision in sacking Brendan Rodgers for, for, for Dean Smith. I think that's that's very uninspired. There's, there are many other options. I, I don't know what's suddenly going to change. The f- his first game is against City at the Etihad. Um, it was the, the rest of their fixtures, and I I don't know where they get the points. Put oh. quite simply, Ooh, yeah. Just... So for for our listeners, just for our listeners who might not have who might not have the table in front of them, currently in twentieth is Southampton, nineteenth is Leicester, and eighteenth is Forest, and that is Kanye's Kanye's locked that in. Which yeah, hence my reaction. He genuinely believes that the Foxes are, are going down, which would be a shame, I think. I do no, think it, Leicester it, it, it are... It really would be. It really yeah, would be I bad. think they're but too think... good to go down as a club. I, yeah, maybe their squad isn't the greatest now, but to, for them to go down now would be a travesty, man. Wow, wow, wow. No, look, it's, it definitely would be a shame, but I think that they, they're paying the price for very mediocre recruitment in the past three years or so. I can't think of... A truly great signing list they've made since like 2019. I think the last time they made any, like the last big signing they made might have been it might have been Madison actually. No, what about Rose? What about who? <laughs> How about the defender? What's his name, brother? Oh, uh, come on, <laughs> the guy missed the own goal. No ways, man. Um, if, if if that's what you're pointing out is their great signing in a season where they where they had the, the least ability they've ever had, they didn't replace didn't replace Schmeichel with anyone. We they they put Ward in, and I, I, I honestly think all that's happened to them this season is they paid the price of thinking that they didn't need to continue to like continue to like recruit as well as they were before. I I'm prepared for them to go down. I'm ready to bury them personally. Which 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 is strange, and I think that would would be a financial. Like it was devastating financially. I know they had that. They They're just moved into that new training ground, like what a year and a half ago. Um, and they have spent money. Like they spent money. Like I, I don't think Pat and Daka was that cheap. They've spent like they've signed Oaks in the past maybe four or five years. I'm pretty sure, in terms of money out, this it's quite high. So for them to be in this position, how much blame are we putting then on for this season, Brendan Rodgers? I mean, he did get sacked, and they have replaced him with Dean Smith, but. Can Brendan Rodgers look back and think that he was maybe hard done by? Should he have done better? Did the players let him down? For them to be no. 19th with 30 games played is not what anyone have, would have predicted. No, definitely not. Look, I, I think he's been unlucky, right? He's dealt with some very difficult things. I think Tielemans deciding at the start of the season he was going to leave regardless. Obviously, that that is a massive blow to kind of try and bounce back from. You yeah. The nerve of Tielemans, by the way. Yeah. Um, for 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 finally it's the start of the season. That's like the one really good signing they did make, and he's just plucked away immediately after he'd been injured for a year. Like Brendan's definitely been unlucky. I can't I can't pretend that you know he's just lost everything that made him, or that well that all that he'd done to get them into like top four contention suddenly went away. Like he he he'd done his thing, but you know a little bit of bad luck and failure to adapt oh. to the squad he currently had. Right. I think it's. It's like it's, it's unfortunately that's what we're looking at now, and then, I, I just don't see them bouncing back at this point. Yeah, and even what's his name in DD? Hey, bro, Igusi finished him, and now he's not serious anymore. I don't know what happened. No, he, but he again, he also, he also got injured for a long period of time. He didn't recover from it. Like he was <laughs> genuinely unlucky, but at the same time, I think what might be, and again, hindsight, hindsight, twenty twenty, 
they might be they might be facing the repercussions of not knowing when to sell because they sold in Didi at a more reasonable price than the eighty million or so that they were trying to trying to get for him. He would have been at Arsenal. Well, I I, I don't know why you'd say that, but <laughs> I, you know, the, like they they shifted him on. They had more money to play with, more money to rebuild with. Uh, same with Tielemans, like holding on holding on for certain fees, to gonna end up losing players for for pennies essentially. Yep. So maybe. So you say, you reckon not uh, refusing to accept that they are a selling club has kind of bitten them. Yeah. I can buy that. They, they, they held on for too long. Um, after the second season of not making top four, I think they should have looked at trying to rebuild and refresh the squad. I can imagine yeah. you know, the impact the impact that would have had. Like they, they just stood still for too long. Especially and, they won the and F- the Premier passed them by. Remember, they won the FA Cup in 21. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that's and, actually and that's a very good and, point. And, and, and what did they? And what did they do afterwards? Tielemans scored in the final. Great moment. He was never going to do anything greater for Leicester than that moment. And now, he's going to go down with them. <laughs> Anyways, Yuri Tielemans. For, for what it's worth, United. for what it's worth, my percentages are no. I, that's why I shut you down, Tom, because I knew what you're about to say. <laughs> for what it's worth, my percentages. I've got Southampton here, hundred percent going down. Uh, I have Forest in my bottom three. And this may shock a few people, but I have leads going down. I think I don't know. I don't see them putting together a string of results. I just, I can't take them seriously as a club. Perhaps it's agenda based. I never, I never messed with, I, I never messed with Bielsa Ball. I never, I didn't understand why they sacked him. Bringing in, bringing in uh, Yank Lampard didn't work. Um, I believe their manager now is Javi Gracia. I don't know what the recruitment process behind getting him on. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, his track record isn't that great in the Premier League. So I just I don't see where Leeds are going to get enough points. Um, and to be honest, good riddance. I've, the Leeds have done nothing for me oh. since they came up in the Premier League. Um, but on the topic of sackings, I think we'll, we'll split this part into two parts. First, I want to ask Toby about his friend at West Ham. How has David Moyes still got a job uh, with that talent, with that squad, uh, <laughs> qualifying qualifying for Europe at the end of last season, getting in the Conference League? I think they had a good run in the Conference League. It was a Conference of Europa League last season. They are well below where they should be. Do you think maybe West Ham missed the mark by not sacking him earlier? Because with what, they've got nine games to go. Um, they're kind of stuck with him now, aren't they? So I think it's a bit too late. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think it is a way too late. So it's now just a stick and hope thing because essentially I think there were rumours of them bringing in, what's his name? Do you guys know a guy called Will Still or whatever? I think that's his name from Rim. Yeah, he's a West Ham That was a, a pipe yeah. dream. Pipe but, dream. <laughs> bro, yeah, that's what, that was what the rumours were saying that, you were gonna, that, that they were going to want to get him. But I think at this stage now, Moyes, it's not going to work. And I said this, I had my three guys that remember. You remember I said Gerard, Cooper, and Moyes. So Gerard, Cooper, this I mean, Gerard's gone, obviously. Cooper's still here. But Moyes, he's the one that's, I don't know how he survived. And where they go from now, I do not think they'll get relegated, obviously. There's too much talent in that squad with Bowen, Antonio, Shamaka, all of them. But I just, to answer the question, I don't I mean, actually, you, I don't actually you know. You say Shamaka, but where is that guy? He's injured again. He, uh, is he? He hasn't played. When did he play? He doesn't play. How does he get injured? Guys, don't do this to my guy. Please, <laughs> please, please, please. Nah, but to answer your question, I don't actually know how he is still there. Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, 
maybe because the club is going through a lot of issues. I think, you know, with that guy that passed away, the David Gold. Chairman, or, David Gold, yeah. yeah. Like, maybe they've had, like, issues with dealing with that first. So, like, the pressure, I guess, has been off him, trying to deal with other external things. But to answer your question, I actually don't know how he's still here, bro. It's one of the things that baffles me. I think it might be also a thing it's just too late. You can't bring in now someone like Poch or someone who can change the method. Or, I mean, like, the approach of the whole team in 10 games. So... Right now, it's a relegation scrap. I just, just a quick segue. I just, at some point, we're going to have to have an open discussion about how Poch is like the only guy in the world who's touted for the Real Madrid job, the Chelsea job, the <laughs> West Ham job. The guy was unemployed, got one of the best jobs in the world at PSG, flopped that horrifically, and is still in line for jobs all over. It's quite, it's quite something. But let me not, let me not. Um, let me not hate on him too much in this episode. Kanye, I'll come to you um, with our boys in London as well, uh, Crystal Palace. I think there was a the one thing that we all kind of have been on the same page on this season was that we were all kind of shocked when they let Vieira go, especially given the timing. Um, but on paper, it seemed like they were justified. And since Roy Hodgson took over, they've got their mojo back. Um, so, so in terms of... Are the Palace board justified? Uh, is it the stroke of luck for Roy Hodgson? What are you making of the Palace situation? And are they? do you think they're safe yet or still have to show you a bit more? Um, they're definitely not justified. I, I, think, I think they're definitely safe. But they're safe because the first two games that Hodgson's had to take charge of were against Leicester and Leeds. One of the teams I think are definitely going down and the other team you've been going down. I, <laughs> I, I have no doubt in my mind Vieira is going to win those games. Really, like but they, they, with no but, shots on target and like what? How many? Uh, you saw the stats. Like it was grim yeah, for that, Vieira. That's after, he, that's after he played the inform one of the inform sides in the league, Aston Villa, no, Manchester but, City, Brighton, and Arsenal. What like? Wait, wait, all, and then Liverpool before then. Where, wait, like, where was he meant to like put these results from? Let's be honest. How can you not go three games with no shot on target? That's <laughs> wait, wait. Listen, listen. Take Vieira. Okay, we all love Vieira. But imagine, just imagine Vieira was not the coach. And if someone brought you a paper with that record on there, you would say, <laughs> how is this manager still here? You would be saying that. I know for a fact, if Vieira, was, if Vieira wasn't that guy, if it was just some random guy, they said, okay, look at this record. Should this coach be here or not? You would say no. You would say, how is he still at this so, ba- so based on those five games, terrible games, no doubt, he should be fired. That's what I'm saying. I just, uh, I just, Toby made no. a good point, and I, I'm, I'm standing up for you, Toby. But I think you made a good point in the group about, I think the owners were scared of getting caught up in a relegation scrap with those fixtures that they had coming up. So I don't think they wanted to go into those games against Leicester and Leeds with Vieira, because if they lost those games or didn't win, then they'd be in big trouble. Big trouble. I think that's what you were saying, Toby. At the end of the day, it's a business. We all love Vieira, and I'm sure he'll do well. Like. He's better, like he's a better coach than the rest of them, like Lampard and all those guys. So I know he'll do well. But like at the end of the day, these guys—it's a business. They know what Roy Hudson can do. And, like, <laughs> so what more can we? We can't expect more. And I don't know why Vieira dropped Eze, by the way. He's cooking. special. Come special back. shout out to Toby. That's now with Cooper, Gerard, Moyes, and Lampard. That's the fourth English manager he's hated on in this podcast already. Uh-huh. Um, um, so. Then we've got Wolves who have kind of surprised me because I thought maybe bringing on Lopetegui just before the World Cup would be, you know, their turning point. Maybe when I look at the table, I expect Wolves to be, you know, in the mix with your Brentfords. Uh, certainly, I didn't expect them to have a worse season than Fulham. But 
do they have the potential to fall further down the table? They're currently 13th. Uh, Definitely. What I'd say, four points ahead of the regular. But why not? Why not? Let's just humor me, but why not? Look, I think that, I think they've got enough. I think that they fundamentally don't have the worst fixtures left. They've got a lot of home games. I don't think they're going to like like win a bunch of games from now to the end of the season to secure themselves. But they're not going to lose all of those games. I think they'll they'll draw enough to just accrue enough points to keep them safe. There's enough of a cushion, I think, that think, already exists. Think that, bro? Have you seen the teams they play? Brighton, Aston Villa, who are sick. You have Man United, then you have Everton, and then Arsenal. Last game of the season. And you've conveniently, <laughs> left, you've conveniently left that they also play. They play Leicester, they play Palace, and they play um, Everton at home. Oh, Everton at home, they'll lose. But yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I, I, I'm telling you, I don't think so. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll draw at the very least. I think I, I also had at, um, the Emirates. I think they can get a few points there, hopefully. Sorry, what? Uh, I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> I almost rose. I almost rose. To I like that, Toby. Nice work. You should be proud of yourself. So we've covered we've covered the teams that are you know looking safe: Palace, Wolves, and West Ham. We've given our percentages at the beginning of the episode, but there is the odd chance that one of Bournemouth, Leeds, and Everton, who are currently safe, won't be safe at the end of the season. If you had to pick, or well, obviously you two both, I think. I know. Do we all have Bournemouth in our bottom three? Just, just checking. No, I, I didn't have them. You didn't. So you've got them safe. Um, without Googling, just tell me who Bournemouth's manager is quickly. I don't, I don't know. I don't know his name. Gary O'Neill's my guess, though. That's your guy. Well, it is him, but I just want to say that's oh, the guy yeah. you've got faith in. Talk Thank about you. blind faith. Um, <laughs> is there a specific reason? Do you think that there's, they'll stay up because they're good enough to survive or there's three teams worse than them? I, I think that Leicester fucked themselves with the Rogers thing because Bournemouth are meant to be the, the final team. And I think that this final decision to get Dean Smith instead of someone who's capable of doing a bit more. Because for me, Bournemouth are the next worst side. They're the side that should finish 17th. Like, they, they're just very fortunate that Leicester have kind of tied their hands together and have left themselves out much, much chance of like taking themselves out. I, I don't think Bournemouth are that good. I think that Bournemouth are going to go down next season. I think they've done really well with the squad. That's How? not that good. Um, but I, I don't. <laughs> they, they don't feel like a Premier League side to me. What? They just don't. Um, they've had some very impressive results. I'm happy for them. Shout out my guy Philip Billing. But, <laughs> I, I, but like when Philip Billing is your top scorer, as much as improved this season, it just, <laughs> just suggests to me that you guys are not really cooking like that. So your, your striker scores four, like. I don't know what's impressive about this Bournemouth side. I don't. I don't. I don't know what I'm looking for when I watch them play. I can when I watch when I watch Forest play. I can point to like three to four players where I'm like, "This, there's, there's a lot. Not a lot, but there's enough here that I can like find myself invested in those games." I don't care what's happening in Bournemouth games. <laughs> it doesn't feel like anything's happening. The fact that they, but the, the, like they, they like very like they're gritty. They 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 work really hard, and I'm and like you know if you're English, I'm sure you really appreciate that. I don't appreciate anything about Bournemouth. There's nothing about the side that I like. Wow, that's a that was a big rant. But but some valid points. I feel like I in I kind of lean to agree with you. I I tend to agree with you. They I feel like they have of the teams below them: Leeds, Everton, Forest, Leicester, and Southampton. They have the least amount of shit going on. They did their managerial stuff uh, early enough. They got the results they needed to get up to thirty points. Um, when they look down. I think there's more people that have more problems than them. So if they just keep their fire as small as possible while the others fight their fires, 
then yeah, they could survive. I don't think they will though. I still have them in my bottom three. But and I hope I hope Leeds, they go down desperately. In Leeds and Everton, Toby, we have two, <laughs> I guess in an English context, they are big clubs. We cannot deny that. Everton and Leeds are I think just below the establishment. They are institutions of English football. Can you fathom? I know Leeds is not that hard, but can you fathom uh, Everton going down? They are level on points with Forest now, and yeah. with some tough games to come. Do you think it's possible that they can go down? Can they do a great escape again? They can do a great escape, but it involves it involves Ellis Sims not playing. I think <laughs> the more I see him play, the more I'm shocked every day as to how they like how he and stuff. No disrespect to him because I'm sure like this he'll that fight. literally the most disrespectful thing you can no, say. Can't about say no disrespect after you say that. You no, literally I'm said saying... the survival depends on him not playing and then said no disrespect. Bro, and I'm that sure guy's called a Stanford Bridge, brother. Please. Wait, wait, Kanye, did you watch the ge- the last game? Do you see that? <laughs> that one... <laughs> my goodness. Oh, but anyways, can I find them happening? I don't think it will happen. I think with Sean Dice, they brought in someone who I think is built for this situation. That PMP in the midfield as well. Myth. It's really helping them cook a little bit. And I think they'll be able to do the great escape. The only thing... That's a, Sorry? That's a, that's a fly-by-night job if I've ever seen one. I haven't seen Sean... I don't believe in Sean Dice's impact. This idea that you bring in a guy who plays this gritty defensive football. Uh, I, I think... It, I just I think anyone could do that if I'm honest. I don't no, think if they no, stay up with it because no, no, Sam, no. I think you are way off the mark here. What bro, how, how, is, how, bro? What, what he's what he's done since he's come in is is genuinely impressive. Yeah, he's, given, he's offered he's offered them stability, and that side's not good, bro. It's not. It's better than what he had at Burnley for sure. But bro, honestly, honestly, what he, what he's come and done, he's picked up results against Spurs. Spurs are shit, we know. Against Chelsea, picked up results. Uh, uh, Michael Keane screamer in. Uh, yeah. Come hey, on, hey, 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 They were competing. With ten men, they were competing against Spurs. Spurs are shit, but still, that Everton team is nothing to write home about, bro. Against the relegation rivals, they got they got points in that game too. They beat Brentford, hundred percent. They they were outplayed. They didn't do anything to to deserve it, but they did it. He gets results, man. He gets results. If if anyone could do it, Lampard wouldn't have been fired. But but remember last season when Everton started slipping on the table and then Lampard realized, hey guys, we're in a relegation scrap here. Let's scrap this idea of playing expansive football and get gritty and get defensive and scrap it out. They survived. That's what I'm just saying. I don't think it's... If they survive, I don't want to hear at the end of the season, thank God Everton hired Sean Dash because I won't have it. I'm sorry. They could they could have bought in let me Ranieri to do the same thing. I promise you. I promise you. Why hey man, Renier won a league title, so I know what that says. Yo. Okay, okay. They could have bought an Ali. I was gonna say, like, even if they do go down, I wouldn't want to say it's deserved, but the way this club has been run is actually just disgraceful, bro. They've brought in some of the worst players. Remember Amdi Townsend came here for how much? Was it a free? No, I'm sure they paid money for him. I don't think it was a free actually. But the like the recruitment that the club has done has been ass. I know they had beef with the owners. So I guess it's just it'll just be a testament to how badly run the club was, but it's too much of a big club. Hopefully they stay up, man. Come on, Everton. Of final question for either of you, I think of what we can call our bottom eight. Okay, let's get rid of Southampton. Southampton, thank you for the memories. Cheers. Oh. Of 
the bottom seven, Leicester up, who do you think would have the toughest time bouncing back from a relegation? As you mean from next season? Yeah, I mean, Burnley have literally gone down, come straight back up, and that's an, probably a story we should touch on in the future. But, like, oh. I think, I think, for example, if, if Leicester go down, I don't think it's as easy as... I mean, we made a joke on the group the other day who we copying in the fire sale, but there will be hella departures there and possibly a, a big rebuild. And I don't think it'll be as easy for them to come up. Same with Leeds. I don't see Leeds keeping, like, keeping this... Their brand of football that got them up is now gone. And I think if they go down, a lot of players will leave and they'll struggle to come up. So who do you guys think cannot afford to get relegated in that sense where if they go down, we're not going to see them for a long time in the Premier League? I'll start with you, Toby. Bro, that's a very difficult question because I feel like you need to... It's, it's pretty hard to predict because you don't know who's coming and who's leaving. So Yeah, just a feeling that you get. I mean, if yeah. Leicester go down, for example... Who are the guaranteed departures? Madison is a guaranteed departure. Oh, yeah, Madison, obviously. Harvey, Harvey Barnes is not playing championship football. He'll get a move. Even You Dan- start thinking about... Exactly. You start thinking about the players that will... Their wage bill might be so inflated that they have to now let players go. And you, there's certain teams where if you let go of enough starters, they just not... They become a championship team. So, like, I just want to know your feeling. Like, who do you think should fight for their life to just survive? Because if they go down, try <laughs> yeah, I would probably have to say Leeds, just based on what you were saying in terms of their brand of football is now gone. And like, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably have to say Leeds personally. Because when I look at teams that go back, that went, come, that went down and come back up, someone like Burnley, you know, they went down, they're coming back up, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. And, like, in the and they um basically, their team is kind of rebuilt, except for what's his name? Ashley Barnes, was he there when they went down? Yeah, he was. Yeah. So, like, they have a lot more new players and, like, I don't know. It's very, very hard to predict. But based on that, I'll probably have to say Leeds. I think just based on your point about how their brand has changed, I don't see how they would have to find another identity and see how it works. Kanye? Oh, no, your point about um, Leicester, I I, I can't look past them. Like, I I just looked through their squad for a second and and I'm genuinely kind of nervous for them. The idea, because it's Madison, it's it's Barnes. I don't. I, I'd like to think Vardy's gonna stay with them, but I don't know how you much know. help how much help that really does them. I don't know if you want a thirty-five year old, thirty-six year old, sorry, um, in the championship leading you. Um, <laughs> in, if indeed he stays, it's like great. But how 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 fit is he really? Dewsbury Hall has emerged there. I know he'd have he'd get suitors. Yeah, United. Like all the. All the only thing that's good about Leicester right now, I think they lose all of that, and they don't have a coach that I think is one that they want to put their future behind either. So, yeah, man, I'm. I think I think it's them, but I think that's too easy an answer. So, the second answer I'll give is going to be is going to be Bournemouth because I think they were lucky to even get promoted in the first place. They, they made they made it here. Was it them or Forest that came up by the playoff? As far as I think it was. Forest. Ones, no, Forest got automatic, didn't they? No, no, no. I remember. Oh, they... Bournemouth, did Bournemouth win the league? Yeah. I, 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 I remember seeing limbs when, when Bournemouth won, won a certain game last year. Nottingham were in the playoffs from my from last year. Let me but check. Wow. I, I, I think it's regardless. Yeah, yeah. It was Huddersfield and Nottingham Forest completed for the final place. Okay. 
That's what I remember. I remember they won one nil. That game. But yeah, I I think, but I I think of the side who I actually think could go down. I think Bournemouth would struggle more than Forest if they would go back to back to the championship. Um, I think Forest are a bigger club. They, there's there's more that they they can do. I think if they were to go down again, I think there's like there's a lot of faith in Steve Cooper, regardless of, of whether or not he stays up or not. Yeah. He gave the contract after you know like a really bad start. So I think there's like a strong base that they have. Um, but yeah. I've got a question. How would it, how do you think it would work if they were to go down after all this what they've just done? I don't understand how that would work. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of those players have release clauses. I think that Forrest yeah. did what they did trying to put everything into this one season, but I think there's the awareness that, you know, like they aren't they don't have a lot in like in that like in that squad to keep them to keep them like afloat. Like Gibbs White, you know he's gonna get a move. Yeah. Like I'm I'm pretty, I'm sure he has a release clause of some kind. <laughs> Yeah, like the the teams that I think would would really really struggle if they went down. I don't think they will though. Someone like West Ham. If West Ham went down, I don't know if they come back up, like for a while. But what's that on the? I I I think their entire team is full of is full of players who some of them they signed because they're European football. Like I I I think that it's improbable to imagine like in the same way Brady needs to learn out a lot of players. That, that they went down with, I think that West Ham would have to do the same thing, but I don't think that they have, I don't think they're as prepared to go down as Burnley were. I think they, they just have a lot, a much harder job of doing all that. They'd lose Rice for less money. They'd lose Paqueta, Skomaka, like Bowen. Like I, I don't know who they'd be able to retain. There's, like I don't think there's like a lot of, they don't have enough grafters, I think. Yeah, but it would be funny if West Ham went down Burnley came up and Cornet went back down, bruv. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, after, I want to say, after the chance he missed on the weekend, you just reminded me how it irritated me on the weekend. There's a chance he missed in that game where I literally thought that's the type of chance that gets you relegated. Like, he did some of the stupidest things I've ever seen. So, if he does go down, you must reflect on that. You must go back. It's not a loss if, if he was to go down, essentially. Look, like, look, we, be, Maxwell Kone, you know, we've got, there's those, there's those players who just up and down. Maxwell Kone can be with them, honestly. He was injured most of the time though, man. He wasn't injured on, on the weekend when he missed that chance. But anyways, uh, we'll wrap it up there. I would like to just uh, send a special shout out to the ones uh, that we've lost along the way. Patrick Vieira, Bruno Lage, uh, Scott Parker, Marcelo Bielsa, Super Frank Lampard, who has come back from the dead, to be honest. Uh, Brendan Rogers and my boy Budget Budget Club Ralph House and Uto. Trust DVG. We'll never see you in this country again. Go back to Scotland. <laughs> Wait, the body. Scott Parker's been sacked twice in one season. Yeah, he mustn't see. <laughs> Another English manager that deserves an episode on its own. We'll get into why Toby hates English managers so much. But this has been another episode of Debate Never Die. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back on your airways very soon, gentlemen. Thank you very much.